Hello. I forgot to say one thing before we started, but I'm going to say it on air. Oh my God. Were you here when Peanut had a had a cone on or she just... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's or Peanut. Right. Peanut's got a cone on and I just realized hopefully it doesn't clatter around. This is Yo, Is This Racist? Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show where we listen to your voicemails about racism. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, your host, Tony Newsom. That's Andrew T. T. Peanut, yep. Peanut, the speaker dog, still uh-huh. here. Still we kicking. got our producer, Kevin Bertelt, who does not have a cone on. Not yet. We'll see how this recording goes. <laughs> oh. That's hope this, hope this recording tough. doesn't put you in a cone. <laughs> tough but fair. I could see it. This is where we're cone worthy. I feel like we're irritating enough that we could just cause someone to scratch till they bleed, which is Ugh. which is what the cone's for. I know it's just a rough way to it's a rough oh. way to say it. It's listen, it's rough out there. <laughs> People, everything is is very real these days. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew, holy moly! Were I did you more- aware? Yes. <laughs> I was just going to, you, you're about to say I did more research this week, and I was usual. about to try to read one of the things you researched at you as though it was something I had looked up, and that, oh my that's God. toxic behavior on my part. No, it's not. That's that's called good hosting. No, it's um, not. I felt, I felt false the moment I did it, <laughs> especially since you were about to be so honest and genuine. We're doing, we're trying shit out. We're trying shit out on uh, for the show, including... Doing more work, which is obviously <laughs> anathema to my very being. Um, but well, we, yeah, I think it's because you know, since we've both lessened our uh, dependency and interest in Twitter, it means that we are often missing the just you know the juiciest, best racism news of the week. It really is just bigotry central on here. Um, but yeah, for reasons that are not great, I feel like I'm more on Twitter. Um, which is bad, but also I'm realizing also eventually when there's just a different option, I will just get this kind of toxicity somewhere else. (laughs) Um, so that's fine actually, I feel like, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I was like kind of the realization that's for several weeks in a row, several possibly months in a row, the news section has been like, oh no, I just have (laughs) like, the bad shit is on Twitter, which probably says something, but also I understand that people do sometimes want to hear some of this stuff. Um, yeah. That being Speaking said. of. Yeah. Twitter, man, oh, anti-Semitic yeah. tweets have soared <laughs> on Twitter after Musk took over, a study has found. The study used machine learning tools to identify what were likely anti-Semitic tweets and found that the average weekly number of such posts more than doubled after Musk's acquisition, a trend that has held for months and months. I'm trying to use a a surprised voice and I don't think I'm selling it. Is anyone surprised? Um, Yeah, saw this shit, link from Twitter, Washington Post. Um, No, obviously. Here's the thing that I, I will say, even just like the thing you read, I was like, the fact that they used AI uh, yeah. to try to to try to discover uh, the trend in anti-Semitism, first of all, like AI, I think like notoriously has been like under like you know again because most of its data comes from people who love AI, which highly over-indexes for 
people who don't care about anti-Semitism. I don't know. You draw the conclusions. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, if if the robot thinks that there's a lot more anti-Semitism, the robot is probably, in all likelihood, extremely bad at identifying anti-Semitism. So there's probably even more. Even more, <laughs> which is the wildest part. Um, although I guess if it's using a metric for the same, it's it's the rate is the same, but it's probably mm-hmm. undercounting knowing knowing AI. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So a, a bummer and awful, and solidifies my uh, reason to be on there way less. I'm I know. Not claiming I'm pure and free of it, but I am on there way less, and I and I feel better. I feel happier. I am I am back. Partially, one thing that's been getting me through it is like I I love as everyone knows I love blocking people on Twitter. Um. So now that they have like additional thing, there's it's like um this like Twitter blue thing, just another mm-hmm. reason. If you're giving money directly to Twitter right now, you are an unbelievable uh, participant in this stuff. Mm. Um, Elon Musk, obviously all, here's the thing I will say, Elon Musk probably at the end of the day is only marginally more racist than the people who had Twitter initially, but mm-hmm. he's very open with it. And he, um, you know, He's he's objectively worse without like I just don't want to like sanitize what that shit was before. True. Um, yeah, but still, that's important. I mean, it was not great before, and now it's much worse. Yeah, but it is nice to have data to this thing that you assumed was happening because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you know, this is uh, to to call back to an old uh, yo is this racist trope. This is a real study from the uh, Department of No Shit Studies at the University of How the Fuck Didn't You Already Know That. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously. The racist took over, said the racism was going to be way more acceptable on Twitter, and a lot more racism is happening. In this case, specifically anti-Semitism, but, you know, I feel confident drawing my own conclusions on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. Yeah. You'd have to be stupid to not think this already, but I guess it's good to have a little bit of data. Um, <laughs> I was just, this is so weird to me that we're just doing running down shit from the news because this feels like, I guess this is how we do it. I don't know. The other thing I really liked was um, uh, the, the story that's been multiple places. Um, uh, I believe it's, uh, yeah, State Senator... Uh, in Nebraska, Michaela Kavanaugh, uh, because Nebraska has all has a um, extremely disgusting anti-trans uh, bill, is basically just like fuck, fuck this. No laws or nothing is happening here until uh, this. They're just filibustering. Like we're done. There's no no laws. No no progress gets made. The overarching thing that I, still stands is like like these bigots are not your friends. Like, there's no nope. world where... And it, it is just nice to see any lawmaker be like, just simply fuck these people. Like, yeah. there's no, like, negotiating with people no. who are, like, pushing, like, anti-trans bills like this. Bills like, that would ban literally therapy, literally certain types of talk therapy for children needing gender-affirming care. Yeah. A bill that bans therapy... Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what backwards ass place your church or whatever you come from that's demonic and yeah you can't reason with these people so yeah so why try 
Yeah. They, and, and I think that's like the thing that I really like. Yeah. It's just like, like finally, hopefully someone. And the other thing is like, so, that's so wild to me is like, mm-hmm. this is not, this is like a, I guess like it's a Democrat only problem. Mm-hmm. Like Republicans are out there. Republican lawmakers are out there calling, you know, not just like, trans people but like you know their fellow you know their other like the democratic politicians fucking demons and pedophiles and shit like that like it's like this is like like the idea that you have to like be reasonable with these people is such a pathetic like kind of like democratic party only issue mm-hmm. that i mean i don't I do get it, I guess. It's because in reality, Democrats are sort of like a center-right party and they find a lot of solidarity with these folks, but they're as left-wing as you get in America? Well, because realistically, it's a, it's it's built on this, you know, idea of playing nice and reaching across the aisle because we're the moral party. We're the party of, you know, getting things done the right way and being good. And, and it's like, uh, but when that doesn't work, when people are literally threatening you know, children's care, the care, the gender affirming care that youth and minors need. That's it's yeah. Well, there's no more being nice. The other thing is it's like, yeah, well, and like, there's no morality to reaching out to bigots like this. Like you are, you make a choice with who you choose to help. And like every time you don't say shit like this to these people, like you are actively choosing bigots and the feelings of bigots over the feeling of pe- the feelings and protection and lives of people who actually need fucking help like or right. protection i don't know help i'm sure that's not the correct way of phrasing that but how oh, support people yeah. need support yeah it's like ugh. um anyway fucking good to both of these people um mm-hmm. and uh okay yeah there was another um thing that I thought I feel like since I spend so much time specifically shitting on the New York Times um, it was worth you wanted to give them their flowers a little bit a little tiny bit let me see oh that's why this this is not this is a link that didn't come through um there was a really nice story that they did um on uh, I believe in the metro section um uh, uh, the headline inside a Brooklyn school teaching the course that Florida banned, which is mm-hmm. um, uh, it, it's a story that that's a little like reporter sat in a classroom and reported it. There's a little bit of there's some facts about, but so basically, Florida, the racists in Florida um, and many parts of the South actually have um, South and Southwest. Uh, I don't know how to describe all these places. Texas. Um, have, uh, you know, under the, um, you know, under the long list of things that um, racists can turn into the N-word, they have turned the word woke into the N-word. And so they are mm-hmm. in in um, in trying to eliminate, quote unquote, wokeness from uh, the education system. Um, DeSanctis um, basically um, put so much pressure on the college board that like this uh, uh, AP... Uh, it's African-American studies. I feel like I said black studies, which also started to sound weird on my face, on my mouth. So I don't know what the best way to do this is. Anyway, um, this school in Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn Prep, um, uh, 
is offering this class, the class that was banned. Um, and then it's a lot of like um, the thing that I always say that I, you know, I wish um, the New York, New York Times did more. Um, it's a little sad that like they're doing this in New York. Own not see they seem to mostly do this in New York, which is that like actually listening to um, people who are affected by these things and talking to them. So in this case, like uh, the reporters, like talking to students in this actual class and about how. Um, interesting it is and giving examples of just things that are talked about um, in this class that that maybe you know uh, to me I mean the story starts off with like um, like can you name the divine nine um, which is like the the um, black uh, fraternities and sororities which I definitely couldn't do but I felt like I could get about as many as the kids got in this story (laughs) um but, you know, just some shit that you're like, yes, this is like the basis of the culture that America runs on. And yet mm-hmm. um, so much shit is not in here or being taught to people. So I don't know. Th- this is like the kind of shit that I, I wish they would do for like black people in place, you know, talk to trans kids in in one of these horrible states that's like a t- assaulting trans people, um, which mm-hmm. is like everywhere Republican run or like... Um, you know, this is the kind of shit, this is, to me, one example, and maybe, look, this is my sampling error, and I'm not seeing all the times they do this, but I'm just like, well, the things I do see is, like, all the times they spend, like, a day with a bunch, a bunch of clan members in Ohio to talk right. about whether wokeness affects them. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like they do that shit relentlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lifting like, up the hood. What <laughs> these <laughs> outright bigots think about the word woke. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like, so, <laughs> so There's going to be some fucking Netflix show called Lifting the Hood now. I just know it. And it's just going to be all like <laughs> undercover <laughs> interviews with clan members. Well, I will say actually make fishing lures and shit. <laughs> the New York Times is even worse because they're they're just like we just talked to a bunch of moderates in like Ohio, and then you Google the people they talk to, and it's all like Republican like professional yeah. operatives and clan members, and it's like, hey, you can't call these normal people, you fucking, you know, whatever. Yeah, New York Times, New York Times, be in New York Times. I know. They'll call someone a moderate, and then that person will be like, I just don't think women should wear pants, and you're like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Who are these moderates? Um, um, well, yeah, but, but well, that brings you. That brings me to your other. Uh, let's give these publications their flowers. This um, Washington Post story that is doing exactly what you're talking about. It is um, <laughs> a, a story on. So Washington Post did a national representative survey to find undercover narratives about trans people. This is a tweet from Jillian Brandstetter and are using that to guide their coverage rather than letting conservatives serve <laughs> as their assignment desk, which yeah, that's what a novel idea. Times. But it's yeah. a great, it's a great story. The headline is most trans adults say transitioning made them more satisfied. And it's yeah. just actually speaking to the people who these bills are affecting as opposed to talking about them as if yeah. they cannot well, it's it's also like this thing where like Republicans just general the general anti-trans bigots, I guess some of them probably don't think of themselves as quote unquote Republicans or whatever, like are like, oh, there's like uh, the percentage of people who like have had some sort of medical intervention um, to transition um, is 
hope I said all of that right. I guess I'm not sure. Um, but like, oh, there's this regret. There's incidences of regret. And it's like mm -hmm. every surgery has incidents of regret. It's actually lower for trans adults um, yeah. to the point where there are people who have like life-threatening or life-saving like heart surgeries. And afterwards, yeah. they're like, I don't know if I should have done that. Oh, like, totally. Every time I get Botox, I'm like, what am I doing? And then a week and a half later, I'm like, this was great. <laughs> I have knee surgeries that like, I've had two knee surgeries, both of them that I would like literally need to walk. And like 10 years later, I'm still just like, should I have done that? Yeah. It's not worth it. Not, like, to not to liken these things to, you know, the gender no, affirming no. care, but I mean, no, I did it too. I'm talking not about fucking yeah. Botox, but oh, like, yeah. no, you no, guys no, get but, what we're but, saying. But not to liken, it's like, like there's a rate of regret for non-essential things yes or you know like or or like things that are like like it's like yeah like like everyone every medical intervention has regrets and like this is like obviously like just such such bullshit um mm -hmm. of like like oh see like we shouldn't give trans people medical care or allow them to get medical care essentially like is wow. Unreal. Yeah. yeah, and you Cruel can't negotiate with insane. these people. That's what no. that's what we're getting at. You can't fucking negotiate with these people. Um, and so it's better, in my opinion, that you don't try. Um, but it is good to yell at them and tell them that they're wrong. Yeah. And, and you know, that gets back to, like, a principle of this. is like, because it, it's not about, like, fixing them. It's about, like, letting people know and gathering your community that, like, we are not we going not to accept tolerate this. this. Yes, yeah. you are the, not to be tolerated. We will shout you out of the town square. Yeah, until yes. you have no home anywhere but your own, probably very tacky, poorly decorated <laughs> home. Civility at bigots. I'm just guessing <laughs> is is like tolerance towards bigotry. Mm -hmm. Um, like and and that's like the thing that like it's like. I just I think so fucking important to reaffirm that because it's like, like oh you're you're just like you're intolerant you're you're you can't win any friends this way and it's like I don't want these friends. Oh my good lord! I don't want Why these would friends. you any, want these people in your yeah? Any of these people supporting any of these anti-trans bills? Any of these people supporting these bullshit? drag bills which are really just a way for someone to be like oh don't do a drag show in front of a child that's a way for someone to point at someone who they don't believe is a cis person and you know lead to an arrest because a child could have seen them it's just a way to control people that they don't believe deserve the same rights as us and those are not friends i want those are not people those are a, a bunch of raccoons in my trash cans and i will be banging pots and pans at them and shooing them away until i draw my last breath yeah, they they if they want to be part of society, hopefully they need to fix them fucking selves. It's like, what, yeah, in what world? And uh, you got to do it far away from me because I will be banging these pots and pans at you, you fucking possums. That's all I have to say. <laughs> this is something uh, I didn't send you guys because I didn't quite have it in my head actually. But like, speaking of all that shit, um, there's this new movie out called The Pope's Exorcist, which I don't know anything about. I'm not a horror <laughs> movie person. But it did, like, the more I look at that, you know, because all the marketing is, like, based on the real department in Vatican City that handles exorcisms. And it's what? like, <laughs> it is insane that the Catholic Church is more worried about poltergeists than pedophiles. Like, 
It's like, uh, it's like the tweets like almost they have they have a department for expelling demons. They have and, Ghostbusters instead <laughs> of just handling the abusers in their midst. It really like oh I'm I know that people don't probably love look, it's okay if you're religious, I guess, but like just like be kind of aware with that shit. Wow. I said that in a tone that is not very good, probably. Uh, um, I don't know what we should do. We should take a break and <laughs> take then we a, come back. We should do some voicemails. Take a break. Let us know if you liked this style of uh, news rundown. We haven't done anything like this probably ever. Even when we're doing more like on top of it news things. Um, it's been like two or three things. This kind And of- if you didn't like it, keep it to yourself. We love you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> We're back. Hi. I guess it's it's probably worth noting, we don't know if we had ads. Um, we definitely have been getting fewer ads recently. And so one thing um, we have been appreciating um, is the fact that so many of you are subscribers over at suboptimalpods.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that is um, what keeps, not the lights on, you know, we have ways to keep the lights on, but it is what keeps the us mics able on. To do this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, you know, we're we're uh, more and more um, currently um, listener-supported, just like, like so many um, places. And, you know, I think the thing that is really nice about that is, like, we uh, are mm-hmm. people. The people who, like, like what we do and, like, get value from this can show their support. So... Suboptimalpods.com. Um, there's a variety of ways to support the show, um, up to and including the Suboptimal Bundle, which gets you access to our show, our premium show, Yo Can We Live, where we don't do any of this uh, bullshit. It's hopefully fun only. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, looking, looking, and and some premium shows right now. We're running Dale Dudes, which is me and Matt Apodaca um, going through uh, episodes of Chippendale Park Life. Really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stone stone soup in that shit. Turning, <laughs> um, that you know, with credits usually about four and a half minutes of children's content that is dialogueless. <laughs> Andrew, I say this as a compliment. I've edited eight of these. Every time, it is shocking how. <laughs> <laughs> your you guys your ability to to make it a half an hour 20 to 30 minutes every episode is so genuinely impressive to me i really enjoy it but it's it, it's exciting i like listening to me it too. just i like yeah. hanging with you and matt yep, like same. it's just a hang it is it a is damn. just a hang you could be watching a squirrel run down the street it could be a watch along of something just happening at your house and i would be Tony, ninety nine percent of Chippendale Park Life episodes are just a squirrel running down the street. Just so you understand, that's a great point. Mostly, what is happening is Chip and or Dale want something on the other side of the street. It's for like, it's for subverbal children. It is like, it is for like. When or you start hyper-verbal ta- adult podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. When do you start talking? I don't know. Two? Whenever you start talking, that's when you're too old for this show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, so, 
I love it. The art direction is genuinely amazing. It is also maybe one of the single worst shows to do a watch along mm-hmm. for. Sorry, I disagree. I, actually, I think it's perfect. <laughs> you this got is great. Me, you got me passionate that what was a plug is now me talking <laughs> a critique. <laughs> no, I love it. I Dale love dudes. the two of you. I love hearing you react to it. I love your rating of it. They rate every episode. I'm like, man, good to know. It was a lot of drama in the last one because the last one you didn't like as much. It's funny to hear you to not watch along too and just listen to you guys describe it because it is so much more wild than like I've watched along for a few times. But then just listening to it, it's like, okay, now they're in an airplane made of leaves. Wait, that strawberry is way too big. And it's like, it's such a roller coaster. I do think this is my petition. My only, my only note. And, and, you know, we could have had a meeting about this, but we're doing nope. it on mic. My yeah. only note is to change it from a watch along. Because what I think you've done is invented a new medium. I yes. think it should just be Dale Dudes, Andrew and Matt's Chippendale Park, Chippendale Park Life audio description. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. just a description. Mm-hmm. We're, we're sort happening. of doing the, yeah, the, the, I wonder, we should start, you know what? Because there, there is an option, um, probably, I'm sure, on here for... Um, vision impaired folks. Although this is a this is mm. would be one of the tougher shows to. It's it is very a very visual medium again because there is nothing there. But you know what? I don't know what that experience is like and what people want. Um. So yeah. Anyway, that's the service we offer. What if the two biggest bozos, two dales, mm-hmm. it's a, two dales in search of a chip, mm-hmm. described. Mm-hmm. I hope you never get a chip. Cartoon for children. And for people I who haven't it. checked it out, it is they are de- describing it 16 minutes into a 22 minute episode, <laughs> which I love too. There is so much like build up that I'm constantly like, when does that part start? But I like that it's it's just you guys chatting for so long before it's like, all right, we got to start this fucking thing. I like that we've never talked about this. Like you're right, Andrew. Yeah. This started as just like a casual plug, but now me and Kevin are like, wait, wait, wait. We have Dale Dude thoughts genius. that we have yeah. not gotten to air anywhere. Is this a safe space for Dale Dude thoughts? Yes. I was gonna say. Um, yeah, for people who aren't subscribed to Suboptimal Pods, we're try we're gonna experiment and try to figure out ways to, you know, just entice more people to join because we think it's really fun. And yeah. part of me was gonna say, either on or off mic, hey, should we throw a Dale dudes into the yeah. uh, feed? I think now we got it. But now because- we, oh, I was gonna say now we can't, because we've just described a whole episode. <laughs> now we'll pick a good one. You you don't understand the draw that even a even after completely describing the episodes what what people are gonna get out of this yeah they're gonna like it so yep. okay look for that coming up sometime soon we'll put a little <laughs> we'll put a little Dale dudes for free for you guys um all right should we get to now at yeah. thirty minutes into the show about racism voicemails should we get to the racism voicemails here's the first one hi guys um I absolutely love your show and um, I'm gonna try to keep this as quick as possible. Um, I'm a black woman, and I wear my hair natural. Um, I initially went natural because I got a chemical burn. So while I was going through this transitional stage of my life, I was working at a Hallmark store in Fashion Island, which is in Newport Beach. I'm sure you can kind of guess where this is going. Um, Anyway, uh, there was a priest who would, I guess on his lunch break, he would just walk around Fashion Island and he would come to the store that I worked in. So he came in one day and he stopped at the register and he looked at me 
and he says, back in my day, women used to style their hair. And I looked mm. at him, I was so shocked and taken aback. And then he just left. And he must have done that at least five times. Every time he would come what? in, he would say something about my hair, my natural hair. And I said to myself, okay, I can't take this anymore. The next time he comes in, if there's nobody in the store, no, no other customers, I'm going to tell him off. So finally the day came. He comes in the store. He does his little round. He goes around the store. He comes to the register, and he says, you know, I really think it's interesting that you choose to wear that style. And I looked him dead in his eye, and I said, you know my hair grows out of my head this way? This is not a style, and I don't have to manipulate my hair in any kind of way to please you. And he was so shocked. He put his hands up, and he stepped back, and he said, okay, I can see that you can take care of yourself. Which was horrible, because right then I knew that he had been doing that intentionally to bully me into straightening my hair again. In any case, uh, he left, and what was really crazy was right behind him, there was a woman that I hadn't seen, and she heard the entire change, and she was sobbing. She was so sad, and she said, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. I don't, I didn't think these kinds of things happened to people anymore. And I was like, you know, they do. I was so embarrassed. I just said, it's okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I was like, I got to go. Now you're comforting her. I was in the back of the for a little bit. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's my story. Very, very, very racist. Um, Anyway, (laughs) thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, caller, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that here. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that that second woman had to just double down. I love, man, the way white people can just, they can watch a racism be done unto you and still center themselves and still go, (laughs) but how has this ruined my day? I need everyone to see how sad I am for you. This thing that this thing (laughs) happened to you, it happened to you, but it has really affected me. (laughs) Insane. Insane. (laughs) Only people walking the earth energy. Insane. Mm -hmm. No melanin has clearly led to some sort of deficit in the frontal cortex energy. This is out of control behavior. It is, we're at, like, such polarizing times for white people. Like, it's like, the worst of them are so much worse. And then the, like, absolute best of them are, like, better. So that this kind of soft shit that's, like, well-intentioned but bad. Exhausting. really not finding a place. There's no home for this shit. Exhausting. You ever see somebody get into a car accident and then you just break down and then they they come over and they have to like hug you and be like, I'm sorry you had to watch me get rear-ended and get whiplash. Like, you know how nuts that would be? Yeah, I'm sorry this blood has got all over your shirt. Yeah, I'm really sorry you had to see my my Honda Fit get crushed just now. What a fucking lunatic. I'm more mad at her which is maybe the f- bad thing about this show is I get more mad. Like, I'm just like the racist at the beginning of the story. I'm like, yeah, that man, he's everywhere. Sometimes they're a little louder than that. Sometimes they're a little quieter about it. Whatever. Those men are everywhere. Right. right. Is this woman in the at the end of the story that I'm so <laughs> angry with? Because I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're the people that think you're on our fucking side and you're giving us this extra work to do. Get that out is, of here. That is the, yeah, that is the sort of tough part about this whole decision. Um <sighs> 
or decision, sorry, this whole discussion um, is that like, like, I, I think I agree with you. Like in, in your heart, you're like, you're madder at the person who should or could know better. Yes. But that probably is wrong, I think. Or it's just like, not wrong. I'm not sorry. I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I guess I'm just like. I don't care. I could be. I know, but but I think it's like that's the correct like we all it's it's just a very it's a weird phenomenon. Like yeah. I'm sure we're like it's like misplacing something. Like you turn your disappointment into more anger. Yeah. Um, it's like the the people that should be teachable, I'm more angry at cuz that first yeah. guy yeah. I don't know that he's teachable. Maybe he is if he gets bullied enough or shouted at. That's the that's the raccoon on the trash cans. We need to shout him out of the out of the out of your dumpsters. Yeah. Like, get rid of him. He's a varmint. <laughs> Let him know he's not welcome. I'm glad you were able to speak up even though you're at work. But this woman, this crying ass woman, I wanna like I she's the one I need to educate. I know. <laughs> right. And because it's just like more work. You have to spend more time with these people. Yes. And, and it is like, I think your patience gets shorter because it's just like, how the fuck have you not absorbed some basic decency about like not making yourself the main character in this shit? And like, uh, it's people act like what, you know, we've all been in situations where we like, we see something bad happen or we, you know, someone's going through a tough time and you don't know what to say. That's okay. Here, here's a free lesson for you. All you can say is, hey, what do you need right now? Mm-hmm. Hey, do you need anything right now? Is there anything I can do to support you in this instance? Do you want to yeah. just do your job and not talk about what just happened? Cool. I'd love to be rung up for this terrible yeah. outfit. I just got at Fashion Island. Also, terrible mall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> terrible mall full of fake designer bullshit for people who are fake rich. Um, <laughs> like, just, just sometimes people just want to fucking move on, especially when they're at work. Like, yeah. sometimes the best thing you can do is just, like, not continue to make a big deal out of it and just be like, great. Yeah. Or even if that's not what they want to do, it doesn't mean the alternative is they want to do whatever it is with you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they don't want to process this with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is within their rights. Like, yeah, it's it's like, I think that's, okay, so this feels like a byproduct of this, like, be an ally discussion, Mm -hmm. which is that, like, yes, But, like, it's then getting to the nuance of, like, okay, but what actually being an ally means is not looking for moments to be an ally and doing it on your terms. Right. Like, it's, like, because you're, like, you almost sort of see, like, this woman being, like, this is my time. Right. This is my moment. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like she didn't even offer anything. She just cried. And and had to be comforted. You know what I mean? An ally... All I need is to be left alone. Yes. Go over there. <laughs> go over there. I'm going to go hide in the break room for a minute. Go to another cashier. Ah, <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> very ridiculous. Thank you for indulging I, me. I love <laughs> That was incredible. <laughs> Well, we certainly have an episode title. I'm writing it. You see me writing it right now. How are you going to write that? It barely works. Ally like, need to be is left alone. No, I mean you have to set it up with you want to be an ally. Okay. Ally need. Al oh my god. I need. It, it does works. not. It it won't read right. But I I thank you all. And I welcome you all. I think it, to my I, brain. I think it's gonna work. 
I think this is going to work. I see it. It works. Anyway, yeah. All right. The (laughs) the practical advice from this is anytime you see someone of a marginalized group, yes, you don't want to be a bystander. Anytime you see them being harassed or hurt or whatever, you want to, you know, offer support. You want to offer, like, sometimes just bearing witness to it, just seeing it, showing them that you see it, showing them that you see them, that their humanity was damaged in some way. Sometimes that's all people need. And a way to check if it's all they need is just to say, hey, what do you need? Yeah. And let them tell you. And then the just do whatever the fuck they say or leave them alone. And also, like, if, like, okay, like, if you are of the, I don't know, temperament? That sounds like something a fucking old racist would say. But if you are of the, like, if you truly, like, have to cry in this instance, right? If that is not a reaction that you can, you know, control, which I guess is, of of course, like a thing that is possible. Sure. Like, do what you can to not make this person, like, the person who has to deal with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Find someone else to talk to besides the person, you know, like anything else. And And sorry, find someone else to talk to, asterisk. Not just the next black person you see. <laughs> and not like somebody else who had to like witness it. Like go home. Talk to yeah. my therapist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My advice for this woman is go to therapy. Yeah. Also like never say the phrase, I just didn't think things like this happened anymore. You just watched it happen. That was so, so you know insane. what? Even if you thought in your mind, oh, I thought we were past this. That thought stays in your mind because you literally yeah. just yeah. watched it happen. So that should tell you this happens all the fucking time. So yeah. just shut up. Don't say to them, like, I just thought racism was over. So that they have to go, like, no, sadly it isn't. Um, so these are final sale. Do you need yeah. a receipt printed or emailed? Like, what a nightmare. I think it's just like, yeah, for even for white folks with, like, without maybe the fluency in some of this stuff, like, just take, like, not just, but as a first step, take a breath yeah. and just think, is the next thing I'm about to say going to be the stupidest shit this marginalized <laughs> person has ever heard or am i gonna make them do any more work yeah am i is just, the next thing i'm about to say gonna require them to do some work just take that breath you're yeah. gonna fuck you're gonna fuck up but like that is a first step just like just like try try yeah. to make that your next first step and that way we will be less pissed at you because you're trying listen also, we're not gonna be happy with you but this like, woman got the gall to be like crying in public being like i didn't think this happened anymore what were you doing while he was saying all this shit and you were standing behind him why weren't yeah. you shouting this man out of the town square if you yeah. really gotta do something if you really have to be an active ally if you can't yeah. be a <laughs> right if it, you can't it, be a passive supportive ally you really gotta get your mitts in there and do some shit it really is like the perfect confluence of doing like not just doing the absolute least, but the effort you're putting in actively making things worse. Like, you yep. had energy after this person was gone, after this fucking racist was gone. Yep. Have that energy first. It's the same, like, white people can't can't yell at their racist uncle over Thanksgiving. It's like, right. that's the very fucking least. Yeah. And you can't even do that? Get no. out of here. But you want to cry at me. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but fuck that first guy, too. We hate him, too. We're I know. We're also, like... I know. That's a thing. It's like... But also, I also think because the caller handled that man. The caller said the things that she needed to say and stood up for herself. And he got the hint and I hope didn't bother her anymore after that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is like, right. That's the next step. It's like the community makes it clear this shit is not fucking acceptable. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's in that's Newport Beach. Part. I don't have a lot of hope for that community. Because uh, that guy basically was like, oh, she disagrees with me. But that person behind them had the opportunity to be like, no, everyone here thinks you're wrong. Like, yeah, it didn't just have to be a debate. It could be like, OK, now it's two against one. So maybe I am yeah. incorrect here. He was probably just like, well, this person disagrees with me. It's like you yeah. had the opportunity to show that, like, everyone here thinks you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, this isn't a difference of opinion. You're you're trash. Yeah, you, exactly. she could have pointed and been like, "You are trash," and yep. instead she's like, "I just didn't know what happened." Ugh, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> this episode got too long. Uh, well, we, we got, got one more voice. <laughs> yeah, let's see one more. Here it is. Hey, yo, team! I called last night for the first time on a whim while I was high and unprepared, and promptly started to panic and spiral with the time crunch. And I really hope I can have a do-over. I always try to be anti-racist, but worry overthinking fucks me up. I was attempting to leave someone positive feedback from an Ulta trip yesterday, but I'd never gotten their name. When I called the store, the manager asked what they looked like, and my brain kind of stalled. I couldn't decide whether it was okay to say the woman was black. It definitely would have helped identify her, and it feels like intentionally avoiding saying it kind of reads like I don't see color. I ended up saying she was, I said she had lash extensions, she had her hair up, she told me she was going from black to platinum, etc. Please give me a policy for this in the future. As a chronically anxious white person trying their best, I clearly need help. And sorry for the utterly unhinged first attempt. Oh, so I funny. love this. I love I love how hard she went the other way. It's like, uh, she said she's going on vacation to Turks and Caicos uh, in a few months um, with her boyfriend, who she's not sure she's going to stay with. But <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, this my is God. You know, good... <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I was going to say, what a good flavor of uh, text or of voicemail that we get from time to time, which is the, yeah. like, give us a policy. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like, I, I, you know, it's, it's tough. Cause we often do phrase things in terms of policies that we probably shouldn't. Right. Um, we, but we are not your employer. We have no policies. <laughs> you can yeah. wear whatever pants you want here. Okay. And, and the policies are broad. It's like a broad series of, I guess, basic cultural fluency and comfort that leads yeah. you to not making the wrong decision as frequently as you do. Like, yeah. I, listen, and obviously this is a fault slash flaw slash maybe it's the joke of this entire podcast, which is like, obviously it's presented as we're giving out magic bullets. Here's how you fight racism. Is this racist? No. Is this racist? Yes. Like, that's not really how it works because it's like a fucking system and like, gradients and like you know series of events and there is not a policy because um again i say it way 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 too much but it's like the way tucker carlson says black the way ronda sancta says woke is the n-word so like guess what context matters a fucking lot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like <laughs> there's no policy <laughs> Uh, like anytime you're trying to identify people like there's a lot of stuff that w whereas someone may describe themselves this way like i know a lot of fat people who describe themselves as fat that's not something that i would feel comfortable describing a person to you know if i'm calling to try and identify them there's a lot of things that you just like 
aren't, you're not sure how people self-describe and you don't want to layer those things on them. They can be tricky. Um, race is also one of those things that like too often white people only see race and see that first. And that's the number one defining characteristic about us. So they're too quick to be like, oh yeah, it was a bunch of black people. It was the black guy, it was the Asian guy, it was the whatever. Whereas if we maybe were describing that woman, we would have different ways to describe her because we're just used to looking at more of us. So I think like my advice usually is, is, uh, be more be friends with more people of color so that you're more comfortable describing actual defining characteristics about people. It sounds like you got there with the lash extensions and you know, yeah. it's a trap though to try and describe black women by our hair though cuz blink and you'll miss it. We don't change it up like real real fast. <laughs> we'll change it up real fast on you. Yeah. It's it's like oh god. I, uh. Yeah, once again, like the real and the real silver bullet to this like is take a time machine fucking 2 to 7 years prior or more, make a mm-hmm. lot more in this case black friends, but make a mm-hmm. lot more friends of every color and you will not have this problem. Right. But it's not magic. Like cuz there is also certainly the time when I've been in a place where there's only white people working and one black woman and if I need to refer to her again, I'm like, it was the black woman working. And that is yeah. in no way weird because there were no other black. I'm like, how do we get to this the quickest? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it is like, it's like the reason it feels weird is because you feel weird about it, caller, which is like, you know, okay, but not like the greatest shit in the world. Yeah. Um, but like, there's no shortcuts. <laughs> like, yeah you're not going to feel more fluent just because we gave you a heuristic. Like, there's just, like, no, like, fucking thing we can give you right now that is going to get to the fundamental issue, which is you don't feel comfortable, probably as hopefully you should, with, you know, people of color. Black folks in this case, I don't know. And that's not to say that we always do either with groups that we're not a part of. So Yeah. But I think I understand that about myself and I just I just take a second to think but not overthink and just go like yeah what what's a list of the most defining characteristics of this person that don't make me feel icky to say or like I should uncomfortable to say yeah and then we just we get there we figure it out you get there and also it's okay to be wrong just like yeah. you know just like without like but without making it about yourself, it's okay to be wrong. I don't, is this yeah. the right thing to say? You're, you know, you're allowed to just tell people you're ignorant of something. Like, everyone should do it way more, honestly. Um, again, at the same time, without, like, making it about yourself. Like, which is, I know, very hard for people. Um, and we probably somewhat encourage it on this um, show and then dunk on them. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Are we part of the problem? Let us know Most at 323 Yes. 7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Let us know if we're part of the problem. Let us know if you have any um, HR diversity training horror stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, let us know. So what, what we're, uh, we are going to do is uh, going forward uh, for a couple weeks, like put in like a little survey just to figure out, like we are open to... Um, you know, changing up the show. Do we want to hear more fucking Dale dudes? Um, does Dale Hell dudes yeah. type stuff belong in this main feed or do people like it? Um, 
in the premium show. Um, yeah, are you so enticed by the, the premium show? That's in we the episode description uh, right now. Look at your phones. So you can mm-hmm. uh, click on that, go there, fill it out for us. It helps us out a lot. And uh, if you're a Suboptimal subscriber, you should be getting an email that already has that in there. So you got two ways to look at it if you're a Subop subscriber. We have yeah. to go away now. This has been too long. We've been here. Too, we too love much you. Time. Peace. Bye. This is Suboptimal.